Shalom Aleichem. I'm Josh Lambert, and I'm here today with Sana Krasikov, who will be co-teaching with me in the Great Jewish Books Program at the Yiddish Book Center this summer. Sana is an astonishingly talented young writer. Her stories have appeared in The New Yorker, The Atlantic Monthly, and other prestigious magazines. And after the publication of her first book, One More Year, in 2008, she was named one of the National Book Foundation's Five Under 35 and awarded the $100,000 Sammy Rohr Prize for Jewish Literature. The Great Jewish Books Program will bring 18 high school students from around the country together to discuss some of the most stunning works of modern Jewish literature, and so we've been selecting some of our favorite short stories and poems and novels to teach. I realize, though, that I don't know much about how you came to be committed to writing and to literature. Uh, so, Sana, what kind of reader were you as a teenager? Was there a particular moment uh, that alerted you to literature when you were that age? Um, I wasn't a huge reader in high school. I always liked reading, but... I think there was something about um, the public school curriculum that dampened my love of reading a little bit, um, just because they made it, teachers often made it such a slog, um, you know, the five-paragraph essay, and in general, it's just treating literature as this dead, opaque space where we had to go around hunting um, to kind of narrowly defined terms like... Uh, we had to find examples of symbolism, and we had to find alliteration and um, really just dissect literature within an inch of its life. So um, I, I, um, it really wasn't until I did a summer program myself that was very similar to this one um, called The Task, where I, I really woke up to, to reading, just to the sheer delight of reading and appreciating the artistic wizardry of um of authors, that it became something alive and something um, that sprung from the imagination of real people who were struggling with real dilemmas in their life, and just the satisfaction, the adventure of reading, you know, seeing it as something strident and wicked and entangled with real life. At the time, I didn't know it, but that was probably the first step to my becoming a writer, that um, I saw that literature was something that real people could do, and I could, you know, I still was able to approach it with a respectful attitude. But now I, you know, I could see it more as a conversation across time that people were having with with one another. Do Do you remember? Do you remember reading any literary works in high school that that felt like they were murdered? By that kind of um, backwards approach that you described, is it was? It's is there funny. anything stand out? Yes, because I'm rereading *The Great Gatsby* right now, and um, I I'm so moved by it, and I read it a little bit every night. I think, oh my God, I can't believe I read this in high school. It's so it's so genius. It's just some of the most beautiful prose that's ever been crafted, and I think I I just went around you know hunting for things like the eyes of Doctor. Um, um, Edelberg or whatever his name was, and um, looking for things that did not really appreciating the texture of the prose and how funny and how 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 wicked it was. So that's I mean all of Fitzgerald probably and, and a few other um, great classic writers. And, and it's amazing to think that a book as good as that can be um, rendered inert or rendered less less moving. By being stuffed into the wrong kind of categories or, or presented in the in the wrong sort of way, well, it, I'm very I'm very excited about teaching high school students too because I, I actually think that um, we're smarter in high school than we are in college because there's there's a there's a fresh love of reading we have even when we're um, 
you know, a lot of kids have, and and before they get really get even more brainwashed by the um, a lot of the lingo that they might encounter in college, and in, in, in an effort to um, try to compete with uh, show how smart they are, you know, with, with all the new new um, words they're going to learn. I'm, and I think it's, it's the possibility of, of getting kids while they're still really excited um, about literature is exciting to me. And let me ask you this too: Is there a writer you can think of that you're particularly excited to introduce uh, to these students this summer um, that that you think will uh, surprise them and shock them? Well, one writer that I'm I'm from the former Soviet Union, and while I was a teenager, my parents struggled to get me excited about Babel, Isaac Babel, and um, I I read him, and I didn't get him in high school, and then I read him again. Um, as an adult, and I just, as a writer, I appreciated how much I could learn from him as a writer. And he's really one of those writer's writers. When you start crafting prose, you see that what he's doing is, um, the way he turns a sentence and what he's doing is just so masterful on so many different levels. Um, and I know that, I hope that some of the students applying you know, will have their own maybe creative aspirations, and it'd be um, it'd be wonderful to show them how to read him. Um, you know what I learned from him. And do you think it's an advantage to reading Babel too to have some sense of Russian language and the cultural background uh, in which he was writing? Does that does does that help you connect with it? You know, I, I, I it certainly doesn't hurt, but I think there's enough. Um, Enough universal lessons in Babel. I mean, I think he's he's classic around the world because people from other cultures um, discovered so much in his writing. And um, and I think, you know, I my having spent most of my adult life in America makes that makes my appreciation for him no um, not not an iota smaller than if I had stayed in Russia or you know read him in Russian. I think there's great translations that really capture um, a lot of nuance. And I'll say that my complete ignorance of the Russian language has never stopped me from being a, a <laughs> fan of Babel either. So um, uh, I'm, I'm sure it won't hold anyone back. Uh, well, thank you so much for, for talking to me today. I'm really looking forward to, I know I know you are too, to, to teaching uh, together this summer and to uh, meeting uh, a group of students. Thanks, Seth. Um, for anyone listening, uh, there's still time to apply to the program. Um, please check the Yiddish Book Center's website for all the information about how to apply to great Jewish books. Uh, You've been listening to a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. For additional interviews and conversations, please visit our website, uh, yiddishbookcenter.org slash audio. Our producer is Emma Morgenstern. I'm Josh Lambert. Be strong, be well, and tune in again soon.